Today, we are talking about the latest news from the Ubisoft Forward. All after orbit. Howdy, and welcome to Gamerloop Radio. Today, we have a few special guests joining us for this uh, GLR episode. Our lovely KB, a great community member from the Gamerloop Network. Hey, KB, how you doing? Oh, hi, Jimmy. So good to be here. Thank you so much for having me on. And we also have the big boss, Sage, returning to join us for another episode. I've missed you joining us for these. I missed you, my dude, and hello, everybody. So we, this actually has been been in the works for a while. Uh, we've been wanting to bring in KB for an episode. Now you get to get both of us. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if uh, everybody's prepared for this, though, to be honest. So, you know what? I hope it is. You're ready for it, folks. Get ready. So it's going to be good. We're gonna, we we had a chance to look at the Ubisoft Forward yesterday. Um, we're we're having a lot of summer news, so prepare for more episodes coming up. But today we'll be talking about uh, updates, uh, announcements, uh, a lot of walking, simulating from uh, Ubisoft <laughs> Forward Press. <laughs> but before we get to that, um, what what were <laughs> What were your uh, hopes, uh, dreams? What do you what you expect to see out of the Ubisoft Forward this year? What did <laughs> um, quite frankly, because I I realized that they'd said that they weren't going to be giving any news about the division, which you know is is my main get or one of my main games from Ubisoft. Ubisoft. Um, so I I didn't have any hope streams or whatever i was just i was kind of just excited to see other games um being on pc has opened up the realm of possibilities when it comes to gaming so i was just looking for something new to play um anything that kind of took my interest but wasn't expecting so much walking flying driving simulators uh in between so <laughs> Ultimately, that's what it was. It was uh, it was quite an interesting one. Obviously, I've watched previous ones and been really excited about E3 um, and about, you know, just Ubisoft in general. But I that's exactly what I thought. If I wanted Walking Simulator, I'd play Breakpoint or something like that. So, yeah, I wasn't really expecting much. In all fairness, I I wasn't either. I went into it expecting nothing. I knew we weren't going to get division news, and I knew the possibility of Star Wars news was way, way out of the way. There's no way. So I went into it expecting nothing, and yet still came out of it disappointed. I don't know how that works, but yeah, I was still pretty disappointed. I was really underwhelmed. Yeah. Uh, The the pre show was. was an interesting way to to set the tone granted the pre-show you never never know exactly what you're going to get i certainly didn't expect that 
But um, yeah, I think at the very least, seeing some Star Wars, which I knew wasn't going to happen. Outside of that, it was a lot of Ubisoft stuff that Ubi typically does. And um, maybe that's fitting considering uh, the past couple of years have been rough for them. So uh, maybe they're just kind of back to basics mentality and working on IPs that they're they're already good at or goodish at, familiar with. But, um, hmm, yeah. Yeah, I was I was hoping for a surprise, some, some kind of new IP. Um, we already knew for majority of the upcoming games for them, um, you know, Star Wars being one of them, the Avatar that we'll talk about a little bit uh, here in the show. Um, but really, there was, there was no sur- really big surprises. I mean, there was one game, and we'll talk about it here pretty shortly, that looked pretty good, pretty exciting. They even shows gameplay, which is big. Unheard we don't of. usually we don't usually get gameplay. I mean, it is coming out pretty soon, so I, that's a good sign that you know the game is almost ready. <laughs> we hope. We right. hope. <laughs> mm. Um, we won't we won't dwell too much on the pre-show. We already we already gave it its our our own jabs. Um, but <laughs> a lot more could have could have happened there. I think. You know, a little bit more information. I think, Sage, you mentioned it and when we were watching. Like, you probably give a task to the interns to kind of give some explanation or some information of the games that they were doing, those, uh, you know, walking through the the worlds. That would have been something, you know, something to learn from it. And in case you're listening to this and you didn't watch the pre-show, what it was was, uh, how long, 30 minutes? Anyway, lots of time of... Uh, Assassin's Creed, uh, Microsoft Flight Simulator, and um, the crew too. Uh, yeah, another open world game, and essentially it's just them flying or walking for five minutes or so, and then you get uh, an Ubi advertisement, and then they talk a little bit about their their structure inside of Ubi, and then right back to about five minutes of watching Ivor walk. So dead air throughout that entire thing. And, and it would have been nice to see them give one of the, the lobies and Ubi an opportunity to talk about, you know, what are we seeing right now? Why is it pertinent to the rest of the show? Uh, why you should be hyped for Assassin's Creed or Flight Simulator or, you know, the crew to whatever the case may be. And it was nothing. It was a lot of dead air. So I, Space wasted, as far as I'm concerned. Would have liked to see them do a bit more in the pre-show, but eh, say lovey. I mean, we entertained ourselves really quite. <laughs> oh yeah, we during did. those times, there was there was a fair bit of wisecracking and jokes going back and forth between everybody that watched uh, within the theater. <laughs> but at least we were lucky with that. You know, maybe not a lot of people had that, so we were the we were the lucky ones. <laughs> If that's what Ubi wanted, mission accomplished. <laughs> we we want you to memeify us so hard. Here you go. Meme me more. Meme me more, Daddy. Maybe maybe they're just trying to get um Kojima's attention for some reason. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, but don't don't get me wrong. The views in 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 those games look pretty nice. So um, they did, they did. I, I think I, I never got a chance to play 
really any Assassin's Creed game. So just looking at the views in 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 those shots were pretty cool. The the also the one that looked pretty cool was um um Watch Dogs Legions. You know, get an overview of of London. KB was telling us, "Oh, that yeah, that's correct. That yeah. right there, I recognize that." They did that. really well with that. I was I was pleasantly surprised because I haven't played Watch Dogs Legion in the London version, and I'd been asked countless times by quite a few friends, like, "Oh, you could play it." No, I has no interest for me. Um, and then obviously the questions about whether or not it's actually true to life. Surprisingly, yes, it is. I was like, oh yeah, that's there. Oh, I know where that is. Oh, I've walked down that street. <laughs> which was which was pretty impressive. So GG's on that. And it, you know, it gives you a good insight to other games. <laughs> Some of them looked very pretty, but not enough to pique my interest and make me go and buy it. But like Sage said, it would have been fantastic if they'd got an intern to just be let loose and have fun with it during that that downtime because it was uh i think quite it didn't come across quite as a, a break it was more like why for and what it's, it's the why beginning it's the beginning of e3 yeah it's the beginning of e3 and e3 streaming on twitch and youtube and god knows where else and they begin the stream like hyping up there's a lot of sizzle a lot of sizzle leading up to the ubi conference <laughs> And then, you know, Jeff Keeley's like, all right, and now Ubi's, you know, just beaming. And the pre-show is Ivor walking for six and a half minutes. (laughs) Like dead air. (laughs) And with E3 already struggling to maintain relevancy uh, and Ubisoft having a very rough last year uh, outside of the past couple of years, you would think that, hey, we really need to hit them and hit them hard. And we didn't get that. So, interesting choice. I don't know if the rest of the lineup that we're going to discuss here is is going to be enough to instill hype in others, but well, we'll see. We'll talk about it. We definitely will. And the first game that we'll talk about is probably the one that I was more excited about. I, I enjoy any co-op game. Uh, the first game that they announced... Uh, is Tom Clancy's Rainbow Six Extraction. Uh, that We got a cinematic reveal trailer. This is a new game. It's a PV-only game, three-player co-op. You're fighting against hordes of aliens. Uh, we got to see that there's different enemy types. Um, there's 18 of the Rainbow Six operators that you're familiar with, each with unique abilities, skills, uh, and you can unlock upgrades for each of them. There's also 12 unique maps. We got to see some sites in San Francisco, New York. There's a, uh, a research center in Alaska you get to see. So that was pretty cool. And we got like a good 5 to 10 minutes of like gameplay footage. So that was really neat. Yeah, somebody's not in interested or really ever been invested into Rainbow Six. This gave me like on the on the hype meter 55% which is enough mm. to purchase on sale. But I'd definitely be picking it up, having not any experience whatsoever with Rainbow Six. But this looks really cool. We were immediately trying to form our groups as we were watching it. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, we'll get, we'll get Jimmy <laughs> and KB in here. Let's do some pew-pew. <laughs> some pew-pews against hordes of, of gross things that explode on you. Let's do it. Let's um, go. <laughs> 
I'd yeah. I, I'd played Rainbow Six for a bit on console, but could never really kind of get into it as as much as what some of my my pals and my cohorts have have managed to get into it. Um, I had a bit of fun with it when I was on it, running around as as Kavera and you know being sneaky and then shooting somebody in the face, as you do. Um, but I was quite excited by it. I was I was pleasantly surprised about how how it came across how much excitement there was um and i was kind of feeding off the excitement with the um with the squad that were watching along um it looks to be different to any other horde zombie kind of multiplayer or or co-op player even um you know, I was I watched it again today just to give myself a bit of a refresher and having to sell with some of the uh with some of the, the objective uh game looks to be quite exciting. So I know a couple of people want to pick it up and I must admit I'm looking to probably pick it up. Um maybe a day one, maybe, possibly perhaps um but it it looks like you know an interesting tech it looks like it could be fun and that's the main thing for me personally when it comes to gaming is to have fun um which seems to be lost on a lot of people sometimes but it looks like it looks like a good couple of hours of just good pve content um and it might actually get me into rainbow six properly as opposed to just being about extraction. But yeah, it looks looks interesting. What piqued my interest already, was the... Al- Go ahead. I can already hear the squeals of like, get it off me! <laughs> it piqued you know. my interest is you've got the, the operators from Rainbow Six mm-hmm. and their particular skills, and that, that ports over into extraction. So depending on the operator you choose, you have uh, different tools, expertise at hand to help you get through these different stages in the level. And that's cool. That adds a, a bit of diversity. And uh, you know, especially there's going to be a, a multiplayer aspect to it that's uh, LFG, I'm sure. And you never know what you're going to get. And that that kind of thing can work for you or against you, but I think it's fun nonetheless. I like the the detail that they've put in as far as that's concerned to keep it uh, robust as far as tactics are concerned and challenging. Um, so we'll see how it goes. I don't know, Jimmy. Are we are like we're doing this right? Yeah, we're definitely doing this. <laughs> okay, I thought so. We're totally doing it. We we we're haven't had a same. proper. Like a good chance to play together in a while, yeah. So I think this will be interesting to play. It's a little bit more different than my usual shooter games because it has a more tactical aspect to it. I just like to run and gun, but this one seems <laughs> like you have to think a little bit more. Um, I think that's what Rainbow Six is kind of known for, in 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 their games. Um, one interesting tidbit, and we were we were Bori was in there watching it with us. And Bori is a, he is a super fan of Rainbow Six games. So he was telling us that Extraction was basically an idea that came from a previous event 
uh, that happened within Rainbow Six. Um, I forget the name of it, but it 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 I think it it also showed you fighting against uh, alien hordes or something. Um, so that's a really interesting idea that based on an event that they did inspired them to create a full game. Um, from that event. Yeah, you never know, know that, what um, a DLC is going to be like your next pot of gold at the end of the rainbow, right? Then and, and standalone, <laughs> here you go. Here's a whole standalone game based off of a DLC. Man, that's crazy. I think crazy. it should be interesting. You know, it should be interesting and you kind of have to respect the fact that they've taken this game mode which was clearly, you know, a success and interesting to the community and to pick it up and run with it. I mean, you've got to respect that. And uh, I'll certainly be, as I said, certainly be looking into it. And I someone like, else. I like Lion and his skill. I just want to know if he's got the pulse thing, because that should be interesting. And someone asked a question. I forget who it was, but like, why why does it have to be aliens and not like another faction? And, and Bori quickly chimed in. Well, because in that case, it would have been another division game. <laughs> oh, yeah. Why, why aren't they? Why aren't they rogues? I'd have yeah. to be aliens instead of rogues. Like, yeah, and then it would be a division based game. Although I wouldn't be opposed to a standalone division uh zombie like game. No. Standalone? I mean, they have a lot of other work that they need to do on division as a whole. <laughs> Not to mention there's there's Heartland around the corner at some point. So they've already got like a, a thing going on. Not to mention more content for Division 2 in the future. I know, I know. I can hear all the arguments already. The internet the internet just sneezed. It woke up. It's like, oh shoot, somebody's talking about Division and zombies. <laughs> but it, it, lore-wise, it doesn't make sense, but we don't care. We just want something fun. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, mean I, I, I will say I've, I've been probably on the opposite side of, of the whole zombie, the Division-esque standalone thing. Like, it makes no sense to me, but you know, I'd, I'd likely play it because it's the game mode and what have you. But I've I've been so far the other way. It's be, it's zombie thing. I guess you got to find your fun somewhere, right? So <laughs> they give that me would division, be interesting. They give me division movement. Like give me mm. all of the give me all of the division things without it necessarily being division, and then. Fair. Add in vampire uh, superpowers, or I don't know some some wizard magic. Throw in some D and D powers in there as well, and then you've got guns, builds, and magic. And you're and you're fighting against zombies or vampires or I don't know what's something lichens. Hmm. Now I'm just really trolling, <laughs> really hard. <laughs> you could have fooled me there, unicorns. Boy. Unicorns. I yeah, like that's unicorns. how that's that's how you move around, you know. <laughs> instead of uh, instead of bikes Jesus. or cars, you use unicorns. <laughs> You're so sassy, Sage. I yeah. <laughs> the, the pre-show made me sassy. Oh. I woke up at the four o'clock in the morning. You woke up and chose violence. It's fine. <laughs> just, just thinking about that pre-show. Oh. Well, hopefully, <laughs> hopefully this next game will 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 ease that a little bit because this is actually a, a, up your alley, Sage. Right uh, Rocksmith, Rocksmith Plus. You can learn 
by playing along your favorite songs. It uh, includes real-time feedback, uh, customizable pace. There's an ever-expanding uh, song library with official recordings. Um, you basically learn how to play acoustic or electric guitar or bass with this game. Um, it is a subscription service. Um, and, of course, they mentioned they'll keep adding songs to it. Uh, the, the neat feature, and this is actually, I didn't know, there was a Rocksmith that happened 10 years ago. But this one can now connect to a PC, a console, or your mobile. Uh, it will include a workshop where you can basically create song arrangements. And they did mention that there'll be a closed beta uh, here starting actually yesterday all the way to the 22nd. So you can sign up today. This fits what Ubisoft is is good at. You look at the Assassin's Creed of late and they've had this tour mode for um, for schools and like for history and stuff which I think is really cool. Um, their ability to reproduce real world environments and then on top of that have it be accurate enough to where you can use this for education in some way shape or form is really cool. And here Rocksmith is doing that again with teaching you how to play an instrument and it's a lot better than uh, what was it, Rock Band or whatever back in the day. You've got four buttons on this little plastic guitar. This will actually teach you how to play a guitar, which is awesome. Um, I don't know if it's a substitute for having a have a great teacher, you know, go down to your music store and support local, but it's certainly supplementary. It looked really cool. Technology's come a long way. KB, me looks I mean, very, guitar um, lessons, right? I mean, I'd rather hit you up, Sage, and okay. you teach me, to be honest, as as opposed to the essentially a computer game. I, I mean, I feel like it's quite innovative. There you go, first blooper of the day. Innovative. Um, there's me trying to sound intelligent. Um, <laughs> cheaper than an in-real-life uh, teacher and slightly safer with the COVID thing. Um, I think this this could be a big thing for them personally. Like your video games have such an opportunity to teach because it's you know um, something that we that we all tend to tend to play with. That sounded better in my head, um, <laughs> but it's. It wouldn't interest me personally because I'd, I'd be probably more likely to learn better with a natural teacher. You know, somebody sat there going, no, your fingers are in the wrong place or no, that sounded off or, you know, but it's it's innovative and it's uh, quite interesting. Subscription service, you know, if it's something that you want to, that you want to learn, then that's money well spent. Um, But it's not, I'm going to be real. It's not something that I'm interested in personally. So I'd much rather have Sage teach me. But I wouldn't do that to him. <laughs> He'd be like, you know what, KB, you need to stop. I'd be like, but, but, you know, but uh, yeah, I think it's, it's, seems to be a good add to their catalogue. And again, a way for people buffing to up the the educational sector of of games. It's like, hey, we've already got this IP, and how how can we turn this into like a a dual profit situation? Yeah, yeah, it's Assassin's Creed. Yeah, they're going around and you know shoving a thin blade through people's brains. But 
what if we remove all that and then uh, I, I don't know i think it seems to be really working for ubisoft and i'd be interested to see what the future holds for expanding into that but rocksmith plus looked really good i mean i was impressed with it the reason why i didn't like the the original guitar hero or whatever it was called was you, know, you had four buttons that that represent what you're supposed to be press and i'm like i play real guitar why would i ever pick this up and yeah but you can play led zeppelin and I'm like, I can do that now. Like, for real. <laughs> you, you could play Higher by Creed. Like, well, I could do that now. I may not like it, but I can. <laughs> so, yeah, it'd, it'd be interesting to see how well this is taken. I might even pick it up just so I can do a review on it, to be honest. That would be good. Ooh, that would be I'd great. I, yeah. I'd, I'd listen to that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, uh, the one thing that I was, I guess... I don't think you'll be able to stream this, right? There's a lot of uh, copyright mm. music in this game, so I doubt that that's going to fly through, uh, through the Twitch. Maybe one of the other software uh, platforms might they might cover you, but who knows? So just be just be careful if you decide to, to stream. Just do it in Discord. Jump yeah, on. you can there do it on go. Discord. Jam session. Ow. Um, a jam session in the discord on the in the theater that should be interesting get everybody excited get everybody talking do it sagey oh you broke up that last bit sorry i, I didn't hear you um I anyway said, I said... what do we got writers <laughs> republic next right yes <laughs> uh, writers Repub <laughs> uh the next game is writers republic um if you are not aware this is a massive multiplayer game you're able to do diverse activities. Basically, an X Games type game. You can you can bike, uh, you can you can snowboard, you can fly around. I don't know what they use, but you can fly around. Oh, ooh, they had like jet the um, jetpacks, right? And the mm -hmm. um, squirrel suit type thing. Yeah. So there's there's a lot of tricks and stuff that you can do, and I I they, I can't remember how many players can be in an instance, but the trailers look like it's massive. Uh, this game got, I think, it was pushed at least once or twice, got delayed. Uh, but now we're we're having the latest release date is September second. Um, but I don't remember the last game like this uh, that I played. My, like Tony I don't Hulk. play too many. Yeah, Tony Hawk was probably the last like, you know, X game type game that I've that I played. That was a long time ago. Yeah. Same here. I think there was also that snowboarding one. Um, and for the steep? life of me, I can't remember. There you go. Steep. I played I played a little bit of steep, but these sorts of games just don't do anything for me. Um, I looked at the 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 sort of exploration. That that would interest me, I think, you know, it'd be quite quite cool to bike around and uh see the sights but as for the racing and the the grinding and the biking and the skateboarding and god knows what else they threw in there <laughs> it, it, i'm like yeah cool great rock on dude crack on do what you need to do but certainly not one for me I think I have enjoyed more of people creating content with the game like people that are really excited about this and actually do like some insane tricks. Like I'd watch 
just clips of that. I think I'd I'd enjoy that, but not probably not play it myself. It just it for me it's just get some, get some. I mean that's that's the first thing that came to my head when I saw that trailer. It was just get some. That's it. Um and the the mass races, I think they were talking about like maybe thirty people. That to me would just be a green light for rage. But on 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 a level and I'm being real and I'm being real with myself. I just know that if I played that and somebody pushed me off the map, I would rage and throw something at someone's face. So best not to best not to welcome that rage or even bring it in. So it's unlikely unlikely that I'll pick it up. There was one interesting thing that I, I picked up in their their uh, uh, reveal there was that they have an exploration mode mm-hmm. where you actually can visit the sites and don't have to worry about tricks and stuff. So that kind of ties back into that whole uh, Ubisoft uh, educating you know folks through their games. So you get to d- see these different sites around the world um, within the game. So I think that's really cool. It was Riders Republic the one that's Fall Guys with cars? <laughs> no, that's. No. I think that's Track Mania. Track Mania is the one with Fall Guys with cars. Okay. Yeah, we'll, we'll 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 touch base a little a little bit on that one. <laughs> okay. Um, before we get to those, uh, there's several updates coming this year for games, but uh, one of their biggest games is of course Siege. Uh, and they're, this is their sixth year that they're going on through, I think, season two, I recall, uh, of of year six. Uh, they did mention a lot of quality of life improvements, but the biggest thing, and you're now seeing more and more games do this, cross-play and cross-progression across PC, Stadia, Luna, that happens June 30th. And then in early 22, we're getting crossplay with Xbox and PlayStation. So in next year, you'll have you're basically giving in more life into this game. That way, it's you have a bigger pool of people that can play with each other. I think it's this is probably a great move. If you're not able to get it, you know, day one for a game, have it planned for an update. If you're if if you think that this game is is going to have a long you know uh, a long life. I think that would be a great mm-hmm. move for many of them. Yeah. I would have to agree. We also got to see a new defender uh named Thunderbird. Uh, a new defender named Thunderbird. Uh we got a, a small animated trailer. Um but I actually never had a chance. We talked a little bit. I haven't had a chance to play Rainbow Six Siege. Um but I think Bori was going going nuts in in the chat when we were watching this. Yeah. So he's really excited about that, and I think a lot of fans of Rainbow Six are excited for the crossplay and cross prog progression. Rainbow Six is a, is an interesting one. I think they've they've clearly done very well when it comes to the shelf life of the game. Um, you know, they're going into their sixth year with Siege, and you don't get to do that unless you know people. There's a community for the game itself the quality of life improvements should be interesting um for anybody that plays it as i've said i've I've played a little bit of rainbow six on console and believe it or not i'm very not not very good at it because i just go full ham and run in like a lunatic (laughs) uh which (laughs) 
is not good for my teammates. So I don't put them through that. Um, you know, sometimes I got lucky and managed to clutch a couple of rounds, but I know that there are a lot of excited people about Rainbow Six, and that's good. And I'm I'm glad that their game that they that they enjoy is um, is listening to them, um, and that's all you can really hope for. Uh, it might tempt me to go back um, just to try it. I do have Rainbow Six on PC as well as console, but I haven't switched on my console since I've gotten a PC. So that's you know it's whatever. Um, so I may, I may pick it up again and give it another go. Maybe. Maybe, baby. Sage, you, you know some more behind-the-scenes stuff. Is Siege considered the biggest game for the Ubisoft brand? Um, I don't know hard numbers on that, but uh, I would say, based on my experience, yeah, it's, it's big in the competitive scene. Um, and, uh, you have dedicated content creators that are just all about that, that competitive side of the game. So yeah, yeah, I'd, I'd say that was one of their bigger titles. I, I would also say that Ubi at one point was hoping to see similar, similar hype and ingest around division and division two and, uh, which just kind of, kind of didn't come. So they yeah they seem to love and cherish that and the the dev team is really amazing uh, though not been interested in uh in the game myself the devs are really awesome they're they're really great people so uh the 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 ip is in, in good hands certainly and uh, and i think for as long as it continues to be a staple in uh competitive play it will continue to get the the support that fans want and speaking of other updates that we're getting this year for existing games, there was a, a flurry of, of scenes that we got regarding Mirage, uh, uh, regarding For Honor. I think there's a new season happening for there, more content, uh, more content for Trackmania. This is the uh, Fall Guys with Cars game. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we got I to see... But it's, sorry to interject really quickly, but when Sage said that, I I near enough fell off my chair laughing. So thanks, Sage. I appreciate that. <laughs> You're welcome. That. You're welcome. I do what I can, you know. <laughs> we also got to see some info on Brawlhalla, and they actually have a cool, neat crossover there. They're having the uh, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles join the game, which I think was pretty neat, um, but probably not something I would pick up myself. It was funny because I was, <laughs> I was into it, and then I wasn't. <laughs> That's all I can think. Like I, I loved Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles growing. Um, it was like one of my my favorite shows. It was one of my staples of when I got in from school and stuff like that. But yeah, I was about it. I was into it, and then I wasn't. So that's going to be one that I probably won't pick up. But it looks cool, and good luck to anybody that enjoys it. It's for the kiddies, you know. I'm not saying a word. I'm keeping it. Mm -mm. It's for the kiddies. I mean, it's the, for the kiddie. Yeah, it's for the kiddies, and, and there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, nothing, nothing wrong, wrong with, with that. Nothing. 
Um, we also got some, there's more info coming for the crew too. I think Watch Dogs Legion is getting a DLC um, called Bloodline. Um, and they promised more news on the Ghost Recon breakpoint. Uh, Ghost Recon is celebrating their 20th anniversary this year. So we might get to see more later this summer or hopefully in the fall uh, regarding that that series. The events for Breakpoint were quite fun. You know, I was, um, I played Breakpoint on, on day one of release, and although it was an absolute monstrosity of a mess when it first released, you know, they really improved it. Um, the raid was fun, a lot of fun, a lot of uh, dynamics that you needed to, to get down, teamwork that you had to work on. The game itself is visually stunning. Um, I'd probably go back and revisit, you know, do to the anniversary, um, simply because I did have fun with it. You know, I also had a lot of fun with Wildlands, and you know, the series itself is it's quite interesting, can be immersive, but I think it's what you you make of it. Like anything, when it comes to games, it's what you make of them. So I'm quite excited to see what they have up their up their sleeves when it comes to the 20th anniversary and I hope it's something good. Um the events were always fun. The Terminator event was hilarious and interesting and left for or led to a lot of what felt like bruised ribs due to laughter when I played it. So <laughs> yeah, it's exciting. I think it's important that they're they're keeping things updated and more um interest in the games and just hope it works out for him really if they update the gear score out of it i'll come back yeah that that gear score thing um i know was was quite a a big thing for a lot of people um yeah but they they brought out a lot of quality of life improvements you know not having to to sell things individually because when you first started you had to do that like individual everything until they had a huge mock-up thing and then you could sell it all at once which was great but then that led to a lot of selling things that i didn't want to sell um the cqc of breakpoint was probably one of my favorite things just getting up in their faces and you know close quarter kill it was a uh, or combat sorry it was quite quite funs quite funsies so i'll probably be picking it back up again when when they update it Mm, nice. Going down this list, I just realized I have not played many Ubisoft games. I think Division <laughs> 1 and 2 have been the only ones recently. Wow. But Four the form. next game, form, I, have, I have played Just Dance, and I did pick up Just Dance 2021 on the Switch, so Anna and I have, have planned uh, to play some more in that. And I don't know if we'll be able to stream with you know the, the whole... DMCA stuff and songs, but uh, maybe we can still record and upload it as a YouTube video. I don't know. We'll have to plan that. But we are getting, of course, another Just Dance 2022 with 40 new songs. This is coming out on November 4th. Have you ever, guys ever played Just Dance? A very long time ago, it feels like. I mean, I am a dancer. I do enjoy dancing. I am that person that will put on 
Spotify and a random playlist and dance around my house and annoy my neighbours. But when it comes to doing it through a game, it's been a very long time since I, I've stood in front of, you know, a, a tricking camera and tried to impress it with my, my smooth as hill moves. But uh, <laughs> I think... <laughs> smooth as hell. Smooth as hell. Smooth. I got rhythm, honey. I got rhythm. Um, got got moves like KB. Hey, yeah, right. to know about their moves. You ain't know about their moves there. So. Um, <laughs> I know a couple of people that have kind of uh, gone with the Just Dancing and enjoyed it. And once again, as long as you're having fun with the game, that's the most important thing. So that should be interesting to see if it's any different. 21 or even 2020 um 40 new songs should be interesting so jimmy i want to see what you and anna have got in the way of moves son so you better <laughs> get that on get that on the old youtubes you know what i mean oh i'm be i'm be that twerking oh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'm be jimmy twerking. right for the jugular too hey. <laughs> she just went <laughs> it went from waltz to twerk <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy was ready. He was ready for that one. He woke up this morning and chose twerking. He I did. did. woke up this morning and chose twerking. The Just Dance community is really awesome. I'm excited yeah. for them because I know how much they love Just Dance. I've never played Just Dance, but I remember being at, uh, uh, in California for 2018 E3 and Star Player meeting all the rest of the Star Players at Just Dance. and they are, I'm like, There's two things watching them play and and dance if, if they weren't dancing uh on the stage when they were part of the the ubi intro uh they were dancing in the ubisoft lounge or they were dancing in the hallways uh of the hotel everywhere you go they're just they're just beaming joy and it was two things watching them play it's like man one i wish i had that confidence or two, I wish I, I could have that much fun to where it overrode my lack of confidence that I just didn't care. I'm just having a blast playing a game. So I know they're going to be really excited about it. Uh, I'm sure we'll hear lots of opinions from them. Matter of fact, yeah, a few, <laughs> a few of them have already tweeted. So yeah, they're super excited. <laughs> I, think it's a, I think it's nice when you see, you know, nice i hate that word why did i use it um nice things always... are nice kb no nice is just such a bleh you've been word. you've been changed by that wholesome word. wholesome direct or whatever Oops. showcase that we saw <laughs> it was seriously i felt like i needed to go and like punch something because it was just so wholesome i'm like the least wholesome person ever or, or <laughs> certainly one of them um I felt very odd. <laughs> felt very strange. I was like, wait, what? What is going on? What is happening to me? Um, I know quite a few people in the Just Dance community. And as Sage said, you know, I'm excited for them. I'm excited for their enjoyment of a game and enjoyment of music and enjoyment in general. Like dancing to me is expressive irrespective of whether or not you're doing it through a game or if you're just whiling the 
Ow. See, I, I bleeped myself. I didn't even need to be bleeped. I stopped myself. Aha. <laughs> I'm learning. Um, but it's, you know, it's, dance is, is a great way to express yourself. And it's a great fitness tool as well. You don't realize, but you're burning calories when you're dancing. So I dance all throughout my and annoy my neighbors, but less said about that, the better. But it's exciting for them. And I'm happy for them. Bring it on. I want to see them moves. Jimmy, I want to see you twerking. I've been practicing, so better watch out. <laughs> I do have a twerk out workout playlist. Oh, my Lord. Um. <laughs> <laughs> hey boy, I really want to see if you can go downtown with a girl like me. Hey. <laughs> no, I found it on Spotify. On I found Loop radio. <laughs> Jimmy reviews twerk songs from his own personal playlist. <laughs> Tune in next week for an early release party here in the Discord GLN. We look forward to seeing you there. Yes, Jimmy's camera will be on. <laughs> oh Lord. Oh. let's move you, on let's you move on that, to. you pull that on yourself mate. <laughs> you i did i did i did <laughs> uh, i don't even know how to segue to the next game but I'm, we're gonna do it anyways the next game that we're going to talk about is assassin's creed valhalla uh this game came out i think it was fall of last year right mm-hmm. uh, we received a free update since launch uh, there's been festivals, new quests, new challenges. Uh, they have plans on adding uh, expansions, DLCs. Right now, they have the Wrath of the Druids available right now. And they have plans to do a summer DLC, uh, Siege of Paris. Um, but we talked a little bit about this earlier, uh, that Ubisoft is doing... I think they started with the last two Assassin's Creed games, the Discovery Tour um, this one will be, of course, based in Valhalla, the Viking Age. Uh, and if you have the game already, it'll be available for you. Um, in this Discovery Tour, uh, you get to play as a people in these Viking settlements uh, as they have their own you know, daily tasks, achievements. So it's a very good... Um, it's a really good supplement to the game. And if you want to learn more about the history in that era... Again, really cool Ubisoft taking all of this this accuracy that they put in the games and putting it to another use. So the Discovery Tour is uh, is awesome. Good for them. I'm going to be 100% honest. Fahada never interested me. Um, so many of my pals kind of got swept up with it, which is great, and I'm happy for them. But it, Assassin, I don't know what it is about Assassin's Creed. I can watch other people play it, I, you know, I know what it is. I just don't have the patience to sit there and, and be back and forth. And I don't know. It's it's an odd one. But Valhalla is very much a, it's a very pretty game. It's very pretty. It's It's got a lot of uh, visuals, which is stunning. But it just doesn't interest me in any in stretch of imagination. Um, there might be a little bit of a, I think because there's so many Assassin's Creed, uh, Assassin Creed, Assassin's Creed games. Jesus, can you English, KB? Um, that it, it just to me just feels 
saturated. But the but the educational thing once again, the ability to reach and educate people through a game is is pretty good going. Um, so I don't think you can be too mad at that. Uh, I watched the trailer again once again to give myself a bit of a an update, and so I didn't sound like too much of an idiot when talking about it. Um, it but it's very well thought out. Um, the Discovery Tour, especially, and I think for the for people that are lore hounds that that enjoy history that want to get a, a start and a leg up to understanding history is is amazing. Once again, not a game that I'm interested in, sadly. But good luck to everybody that is. I've actually never played a single Assassin's Creed ever. So I I, played... I, I almost almost feel like I'm missing out on on you know <laughs> something that's considered yeah like, like unbashing FOMO. <laughs> You know, like I feel like yeah. I'm missing out on being able to just randomly assassinate people. You know, <laughs> do the trustful. I think that's the that's the only thing that interests me about um, Assassin's Creed games is the fact that you can climb to the highest point of the map and then just dive off the dive off the building and fall into a bale of hay. Like that looks like fun, but that's about it. Um, <laughs> I've played every Assassin's Creed. Oh, okay. So there you go. I've played every Assassin's Creed. Here's my hot take for the day. It should have ended around three, and then, <laughs> and then, and then move on in the same universe with other things. They've they've been drawing out this behind the scenes, outside of the Animus storyline for years, for years and years, and now it's to the point where I just have exhaustion. I'm just. You've strung me along for so long. It's like a, it's like a, a donation stretch goal. Like, oh man, we hit five thousand, and then all right, now it's ten thousand. It's like, wait a minute, if if we keep if we keep making the goal, you're just going to keep increasing it, and that can work for a little bit, but you can also exhaust people doing it too. So, I, f I feel like they've they've made and broken their stretch goal about seven times now, and it's it's time to make a definitive decision where the game is going, what it's doing, and then make more game, finish up this storyline for God's sake, finish it up and then move on to something else inside of the Assassin's Creed universe. Um, it, I, I played this latest Assassin's Creed Valhalla and I was like, okay, I, I won't say that I disliked it, but I wasn't gung ho for it either. And it's the first one that I've not finished. I probably have four hours into it and or man, I don't know, four to ten, and I was like, okay, yeah, this. I better check my build on Division and make sure it's okay, which is a really weird thing to say. Um, <laughs> so. But you you enjoyed you enjoyed the one in the Egypt uh, era, right? The Egyptians that because oh, yeah. you love that you love that history. Yeah, Egyptian ancient history is as near and dear to my heart. Uh, and the story of, of Bayek was just fantastic. And uh, I, I really did enjoy that. But the, the big thing for that game is just what you said. It had very little to do with it's another Assassin's Creed. And it had nearly everything to do with the fact that it was set in Egypt. 
And based off of what they've done with uh, real-to-life reproductions, I was like, I'm in. I'm totally in. I want to go climb the Sphinx and, you know, see the pyramids and stuff. So, I've seen the pyramids, like, in real life. And oh. all I can say is that Egypt is very dusty, <laughs> very hot. could be quite windy at the pyramids, believe it or not. And when you go down in the crypts, it's freezing freaking cold. Um, but Egypt is is stunning. I highly, I highly recommend going to Egypt at least once in your life. It's on the bucket Get on list. Thing. Get on. Yeah. But that's all I've <laughs> that's all I've got to say on the matter on on Bahala. Yeah, it's a it's another reskin, which is great. Yeah. And I know they put a lot of time and effort into the storylines, and I I really do appreciate that. But um. I, I I may have gotten further with it if Norse Norse mythology appealed to me and and it and it doesn't. So uh, I don't know. Since the last what Age of Mythology? Do you remember that Age of Empires game? That's the one. I I like that. That was great. But uh, specifically Norse wasn't my thing. No. I think it's cool that they're going to be um, well supporting. Valhalla into its second year uh, with more um, expansions and and stuff, which I think will be will be great for the community that enjoy the game itself. Um, and they they're desperately trying to engage with the community, which I think is is pretty positive, really. But good luck to anybody that plays it and that enjoys. Yeah, and I- the the good thing is they've moved to this two year cycle of releasing an Assassin's Creed game, which is a lot better than I, what I remember hearing from people complaining when they were doing year year to year releases. Yeah, it was Assassin's Duty. Come on, so they actually <laughs> Assassin's you know, Duty in... FIFA. <laughs> it, yeah, it's Call of Duty for Assassin's Duty. <laughs> <laughs> I played about 10 minutes of uh, the one based in London, Chelsea Breeze, um, and promptly through my, my control. So that will tell you everything you need to know when it comes to being in any Assassin's Creed um, games. I just throw my controller, I get annoyed because I can't do something. So, yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, if you see a controller in KB's hand, duck. Now we know. <laughs> I don't play with controller anymore. I'm full mouse and keyboard and PC. I'm not going back. You can't make me. Damn it. Yeah, you can't go back. It's hard. It is. We did get a break in between the show. Uh, They kind of went a little bit sidetracked to shows and movies that are um, based from, I think, game from Ubisoft. Um, they did mention two of them, Mythic Quest, that's only available on Apple TV Plus. Says so you have Apple TV. Have you have you checked out that show at all? No, I haven't. But I'm I am one hundred percent the wrong person to ask. Remy would be ideal. Um, he something sees something new and and he's got to check it out. Where with me, I see something new and immediately think it's shit. <laughs> and if other and if other people are like are liking it a lot and then i'm like oh this is really bad then um <laughs> so i tend to stay away 
uh yeah i i have apple plus i or apple tv plus and i watched the preview for it but there wasn't anything in there i was i was like man i'm, I'm gonna download this and potentially waste an hour of my life watching something i won't like so nope <laughs> Did... Go ahead. i'm sorry i i just have oh sage's face as he's like no i'm not gonna do it now with his arms folded and like a stern look on his face like no i'm not gonna no. watch it because everyone's saying it it's <laughs> <That's> true <laughs> it's true i'm, I'm such a uh, I'm, I'm what they say in the scientific community a jaded asshole these days and i i don't know i can't help it but uh i want to be excited but i'm not <laughs> i am 100 the worst person to ask about tv and movies because i i i am always maybe two years or a year down the line and then i'm like oh yeah i'll give that going now i'm i think i'm very much like if there's hype around it if people are going absolutely charity over it i'm less likely to want to watch it um just that i don't get all heartbroken and i apologize if i'm going to get um but yeah i that to me in the middle of after assassin's creed Valhalla, and then they had did they have the shows and movies after that i'm trying to remember it just it felt like a squirrel moment the the organization of that um TV and movies don't really interest me unless it did feel off. I feel like it, it would have been fine if they didn't mention it or had another venue to provide more information on that. But it's interesting because you're there's this year you have Netflix has their own like E3 experience type thing where they're just talking about, you know, shows, movies coming to their platform. So now you're seeing a lot of different uh, studios that are working with, you know, production companies to create something from their games, which is probably the only reason I, I thought it was worth mentioning. Um, they did show uh, a trailer or some more on Werewolves Within. That looked kind of funny. I never played that game myself, but that's coming out June 25th. The one surprise is we didn't get to see anything about... Um, isn't there like a show or movie happening for the division? Yeah, Maybe, there was nothing about that. Like yeah. they, 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 when they said there was nothing coming to E3 from them, they meant nothing. They not even really meant it. Mm -hmm. So, um, I think that would have been probably the biggest thing that they could have announced if they had anything to show for for that section. But, but again, not there, not during E3 or Game Summerfest or whatever. This is a time for games. Uh, the, the one of the one of the shows before that or the day before, they also had musical live performances. Uh, I think Weezer was in one of them too. Now they were playing music that they had they had orchestrated or um, composed for a video game, which was cool. So I guess you didn't really have to fear getting DMCA'd if you were co-streaming it. But um, it, they also put in like shows and movies that were game related and kind of hype people up about that. I don't want to see that in my game shows. And I, I think what you said before, Jimmy, is exactly what they should do. If, if it's Netflix or Amazon Video or, you know, whoever the hell it is, have their own thing and do it specifically for shows and movies. But um, the live performance was kind of cool. The problem is it, if it's 
if it's music that's connected to a game that you're not interested in, you're just sitting there twiddling your thumbs waiting to see the thing that you are interested in. So um found myself just muting it. This has been a really weird game showcase week. Yes. We're we're um I mean there's more gonna be happening the big I think the big the big shows are happening today. We have the Xbox, but that'll be a separate separate episode that we will be covering later this week. Um but it's been very interesting. Not and I'll say this, I've been most interested in indie games so far. Like would that I've be said, the wholesome games that we were watching before? before some of them were the wholesome games, which yeah. is, you know, I I don't know if that means I'm getting older, I'm getting pickier <laughs> about games or I'm just tired of the same old thing. Um but I've said immediately I've immediately said yes to several indie games versus some of these other bigger games. Mm. Fair. Fair. Well, you you know what I thought, you know what I thought when it comes to the the wholesome, you know, feel good games i was like seriously give me something to punch because i feel uncomfortable um or let me go and puke you just to (laughs) just to you know solidify my heart again you know come the ice queen that i am um nice uh but i don't know this this feels really off i think with everything that's been going on in the world games are supposed to be uh, life removed from that, but it just felt like a damp squib. It felt like one of, you're you're really excited to to possibly see some really good, you know, fireworks. For instance, you get maybe thirty seconds of of fireworks, and then it's just boring. But fair play to them; they tried, right? They get a gold star for trying. That's that's for sure. But it felt very flat. The what makes me think about there's probably pros and cons, right? Before, with with e, the way that it was before with E3, you had all these different developers and studios in one place that were able, and and so the show felt a little bit more organized. Um, I don't know if if with moving to everyone having their own thing, uh, you don't have that central um. That, that central game plan for how to organize an event. Does that make any sense? Yeah. Everybody's preparing to do things on their own in, a, in the digital format, and I, I think that takes away the concerted effort from, again, E3. It was very clear that from from the very beginning of E3 in the intro that they were trying to build up uh, hype and nostalgia around E3 and that it's still here and all of that. In the meantime, back last year in 2020, a lot of these developers, these publishers have have either created their own avenue to get information out about their titles or their IP. Um and they've done it on their own without the help of a great big venue. So uh, 2021 feels very transition 
trans transitory transition transitional transitional that's the word yeah it feels very transitional and maybe that's lending to the you know who's on next and who's where are we going for this Uh, there were there were miscommunications yesterday on who was showing what uh there was one show that was only on like twitch games and um another one that was covered by e3 but not in total you know ubi was still going on so you had people that were bouncing around from channel to channel trying to find the spot that they they need to be to watch this and no real master list um that told them where to go e3 was only concerned about publishers and developers that were directly affiliated with them so if they weren't and they were part of like the Koch show or whatever um there wasn't really a master list where people could go and it was really frustrating it felt like real e3 in that sense yeah it's (laughs) it's in room e6 and you get to e6 and they're like no it's in zeta 3 (laughs) yep so we got the digital E3 uh, experience, and that's really cool. It sounds like there's an opportunity here for GLN in our community to create something centralized so everyone knows where to go. Hmm. Idea? I'm running with it. Okay, boss. It's That's it. Okay. <laughs> Get it done. Just do it. So we have we have three final games that we'll go over. Um, the next game is uh, Far Cry Six. Again, this is another series that I haven't played myself, but I, I know there's a lot of a lot of fans out there for the Far Cry series. Uh, this game is coming out in October, uh, October seventh, and it basically follows. Um, I think you're in uh, Caribbean island, kind of based off from uh, Cuba. Right, a lot of it kind of they're inspired by Cuba. A lot of their uh, history, kind of dictatorship. Um, so the game looks really good. The voice acting, even better. Mm-hmm. You have John Carlos Posito. Yeah, and that man can do anything. Yeah, excited to see him in uh, in Far Cry Six for sure. Uh, I got into Far Cry a little bit late. I think starting with four, Far Cry Four. And I've really enjoyed the titles. I know the Far Cry Five got got some flack, but uh, I really enjoyed the the storyline of it and kind of getting into it uh, for the first time uh, since four, obviously. So yeah, I'm excited for six. I don't know if it'll be a day one purchase. What about you? You're gonna pick it up? I don't think so. I I I feel I I remember seeing. You you're basically going around the around the map and having to do all these little side quests. I don't know if I'm if I'm if I start something like that, I have to complete it entirely. So I just feel like I would spend too much time. I don't know. I might have to try it one day. Um, I don't know if I have enough time right now. <laughs> it's hard for for 100 percenters. Yeah, especially you look at your map and there's all that. It's like Assassin's Creed. And there's just tons of stuff littered all over your map. It's it gives me anxiety. <laughs> yes, that's that's the thing. It gives yeah, me anxiety. So yeah. I don't know if I want to start that. <laughs> yeah, fair. Um, they also did mention that there's going to be a season pass, and I thought there was something interesting that you'll be able to play as the villains from the last three Far Cry games. 
pretty cool um so that is actually pretty interesting i don't think they've done that so you'll be able to see the other side and get into the minds of the villains a little bit more um, and they also announced that if i think if you get the season pass uh or a special edition you'll get a copy a free copy of far cry 3 it didn't say if it was like a remake remaster or, or it, uh, it's, it's almost sounded like it's you'll just get whatever copy of it was back then for free yeah that's what i got from that as well uh the next game um this is a sequel mario and rabbids sparks hope uh this is uh if you remember this is only available on a nintendo switch and this one was uh what was it mario rabbids XCOM type thing mm. so it's a tactical very tactical um but they actually changed a little bit here um there's a instead of blocks or squares to move around in the battle phases you have a ring or a range that you can freely move around so it's it's a little bit innovative it it reminds me more of um um is it like jrpgs yeah like J- yeah, action action jrpgs i can't remember the per- proper term for it um, but you were able to move around a lot more than than it being blocked or turn based. But yeah, they got they showed us some pre alpha footage. This game is coming out in twenty twenty two. Um, they they now showed a uh, a combination with the, the the Lumas and the Rabbits. So they they created the Spark Companion. So they mentioned that that's going to be based. That's going to be the central uh, key point for the story. And you're going from from planet to planet, you know, traveling in in the in the Rabbids uh, spaceship. So uh, it did it had a lot of success this crossover. So they're doing another one. Um, so I'm sure fans will be excited for this. And we're excited for you. Yes, we are because I'm actually not going to pick this up. So no. And then the final game we got to see, and I don't. So we knew this game was coming. You know, Avatar. And we got a name, Frontiers of Pandora. But I don't know if if people are are excited about it. The Avatar the movie came out in two thousand and nine. <laughs> God, that feels like a lifetime ago. It feels like it's too late. Like there's, I don't feel like there's any hype around it. Don't get me wrong. The game, what they showed us, looks beautiful. You know, the world of Pandora is is amazing. But it's almost like it's irre- irrelevant. Like it doesn't matter in current pop culture. And that's exactly why they're dropping it for Avatar 2. I mean, I'm I'm going to respectfully disagree because I, I don't think dropping a game is is too late. You know, as as much as Avatar came out in 2009, it's still the top ranking takings box office smasher for for god knows how many years i think it it was only recently or replaced very quickly with think avengers endgame if i'm not mistaken and then it got re-released and went back to the top earner again um me personally i saw it and i want I want more of the game. I want more info. I want to know what to expect. 
you know, there there was a a particular scene where you throw yourself off a cliff and get caught by your I can't even remember what they're called. Um but that looks like fun. And I'm that sort of person that will go throwing myself off the highest thing that I can just to see if there's fall damage. Um but that's, you know, by the by. Um it looks absolutely incredible, visually stunning. Um and I'm kind of excited to see what they do with it. It kind of had a an anthem feel almost of of throwing mm. yourself off cliffs and you know being able to be saved at the last minute. And I, as I say, I'm that sort of person that will throw myself off the highest thing just to see what happens. Um, I'm interested in it. It's piqued my interest for sure. Would you um, say that you were a fan of the movie? Either that. Yes and no. I'm a big fan of Michelle Rodriguez in that film. Ah, well. <laughs> you yeah. know, a huge mm-hmm. fan of Michelle Rodriguez. Um, and she always seems to play these badass characters. Um, but I think the story of, it, of itself is very interesting um, with the film. I didn't watch it on release. <laughs> I watched it a few years afterwards. Um and and was quite happy to sit there for God knows how long it was, wasn't it? Something like two hours. Yeah, it was a and long I think, movie. and yeah. I think if something can make me sit down for two hours and watch quietly, then it's doing its job of entertaining me, because I'm not someone that sits still for very long for very often. Um, so it. Absolutely incredible, incredibly look. Ah, wow. Let me get tongue tied like just towards the end. Um, it just looks and looked incredible with the film. And the game seems to, to have the same vibe to it, which, you know, is important. Um, but I want to see more. And obviously it's 2022. So we've still got a little while, but it's certainly on my radar for sure. Um, do either of you remember? Do either of you remember seeing a movie? This is going back a bit. Nineteen ninety-two. Ooh, Fern Gully. Fern Gully, the last. I love that film. Yeah, Fern Gully. I grew up on Fern Gully. I always thought mm-hmm. it was a Disney film, but I don't think it is a Disney film. No, it's not. It's, it's not. not. So. I grew up on Fern Gully. I watched that movie countless times. I think I even wore out a VHS tape. And I know I did. I went to see Avatar and I'm like, this is Fern Gully. And, and that was about 20 minutes into the, into the movie, you know, 20, yeah. 30 minutes. And it kind of ruined the experience for me. And that's why I was curious if, if you were more a fan of the movie or if the, the game is piquing your interest. And I'm trying to figure out if you need to be a fan of the movie as then that's your gateway into the game or if you cannot be a fan of the movie and still get into the game i kind of sit on the ladder like mm. well as i say I, I wasn't like it i liked the movie when i caught it and i think it had a lot of a lot of uh well, certainly a, a moral question to answer <clears throat> but i don't I don't think that I was a particularly 
like taken up with it. I was probably more of a fan of Fern Gully than anything. Yeah. Um, Robin Williams, what an absolute legend, and Batty. And I think my my mum used to sit me down in front of that because once again, you know, put put a movie on. It has to keep my interest. It can't like deviate too much. Otherwise, I get bored and then I start annoying everybody. Um, but Fern Gully, my mum could guarantee to put that on, and I'd be quiet for the whole runtime of that film. Oh um, yeah, I mean, think about such the, a good the names in there. You mentioned a couple of them: Christopher Slater, Robin yeah. Williams, yeah, Tim Effing Curry, yeah. Come on, Cheech Marin and Tommy Chong. Yeah, it was a great movie, and I I couldn't help throughout the entire time of watching it. I'm just comparing it to. Uh, comparing Avatar to Ferngully, and I'm like, I I appreciate uh, Mr. Director Dude that you spent 20 years or whatever it was kind of prepping this movie, but you made a live, a not so live action Ferngully is what you made. <laughs> GG's, I guess, but no, certainly the franchise is is doing well too because you have the Avatar ride in Disney. Which is always backed up for hours and hours for wait time. I've never been to Disney, so maybe that should be on my bucket list to, yeah. to go on that ride. But yeah, Disney Disney wouldn't uh, put money into it if it wasn't a sustainable uh, sustainable avenue of um, money making wonder. So mm. I get it. I'm probably not going to play it. I may pick it up if it's like ten bucks. But that's fair. I mean, because I, I, I quite like the the Snowdrop engine. I've played quite a few games with um, Snowdrop. And it's very smooth. I think Snowdrop is, is one of the most, or certainly the smoothest engine that I know of um, in the way of gaming. So, you know, if it is or it isn't, maybe I'll definitely get it for PC. You know, if if I am to pick it up, but it needs to give me like I need more information as to what to expect. Is it going to be a storyline or is it going to be open world exploration, open world? You know, and what we can do during it. Um, mm. It might just be one of those games that I have that when everybody's asleep that I usually play with because <laughs> you know I operate on PST time when it comes to gaming. Um, you know, whether or not I can just load it up and, and have fun with it and fly around like a little something or other. But yeah, looks interesting. Uh, and I agree there. I think we have to wait for more information. Yeah. I disagree. I don't have to wait for more information. It's oh, no. Sage. <laughs> sage. All right, Simon Cow. Jeez. It's a no from me. It's a, it's a no from me. <laughs> Was that an attempt at an English yeah, accent? Just, Do that again. Yep. No. Do it. it. Sounded like it. It sounded like it, right? I can't do it. I can't. Can we? Come on, come on, Sadie. No, you can't no, drop no. that and then and then not do it no. again. Yeah, you English, can. English accent. It's, it's terrible. It's terrible. It's, no, it's no. terrible. It's terrible. <laughs> no. Oh, Sadie, I love you. <sighs> <laughs> oh, actually, yeah. what I will have to point out though. Is you know the the whole Ubi forward thing. There were a couple of things that piqued my interest, but the one standout moment for me personally 
was catching a glimpse of our very own sage with stings in the little like outro bit of Ubi Forward. That was pretty cute. So that made me happy as I sat there and watched the clip that Bori posted. But seeing oh, our, yeah. our very own Sagey with little Hastings, that made me happy. <laughs> that was something. I had no idea. I don't think any of us did. They were they sent us a sent us an email saying, Hey, we're thinking about doing this and would that be okay? I didn't really have any idea what it was going to be. So that was really cool. And we were, you know, me and Hastings were right there in the middle. Yeah. And you could see us plain as day. It was really cool. Yeah. So that was, a, that was a positive. Sure. Any ch- any chance to see Sagey and Hastings, God, gotta love them. I tell any you what, the peppers. Yeah, they could have, they could have reached out and said, hey, Sage, we've got, 40 minutes of pre-show that has no talk over it whatsoever. <laughs> would you and Hastings just throw on a green screen and just play around in front of it? And I would have done it. Ubisoft, <laughs> I, holler at your boy. I'll help you out with that, that pre-show. Holler at your boy. Holler at your just, boy. Just ha- just have like the, the your backyard, bro, and let them run around in the back. Yeah, let's just have that some puppies doing their thing and anything. <laughs> Anything. Gotta love yeah. them schnauz. All about the schnauz. Yep. No, you gotta do it properly now. All about them schnauz. Oh, there you yeah. go. Yep. I'm happy now. <laughs> Jimmy, what what were your final impressions of of the Ubi pre-show? I, and I would say, let's keep in mind other Ubi pre-shows. I mean, the whole Ubi show, not just the pre-show. You know what I mean. Just I know what you mean. Uh, I think I mentioned I, I, it was very underwhelming. Um, even with not expecting it, anything out of it, you, you still we still left um, disappointed. I think the structure for the show could have been improved. Um, obviously, I don't play many Ubisoft games, and the only ones that I've done are Division, and even then. I always go back to Destiny. Um, Space, but I I guess they, they did pick me with with uh, Rainbow Six Extraction. That was the only positive for me. Mm, fair. What about you, KB? Final thoughts. Final thoughts. Hmm. Apart from a, a couple. <laughs> There you go. That's my final thought. It was it was shocking, you know, for for wanting to be excited about it. Um, because I always do try and be a little bit positive about things like that. Um, so I try not to to overload myself and you know get my hopes up too much uh, because then I can't be disappointed. But I was disappointed eventually, you know, in the end. Um, it was great to hang out with everybody. And that's a positive. It was good to banter with everybody, but that's it. Um, some of the games I'm kind of piqued by, um, interested in. Uh, I think I've probably played a, a few more Ubisoft titles, um, but nothing to write home about. It's not like I'm like, oh my god, it's all so amazing and so fabulous and so incredible. They could have done a lot, an awful lot with 
things in between um you know the walking simulator and and everything else and the flying and the driving um there was no real explanation and it left me feeling somewhat confused but you know it's a it's a feeling that i'll get over it's fine it's fine ubisoft i'll be fine it's okay <laughs> if I'm you could see if you could see e3 personified e3 is biting its nails right now but mm. Microsoft, Bethesda, they're like Mr. Burns. Excellent. <laughs> like, yes, Ubisoft had a very lackluster show. Oh, this is going to be great. We're going to save the day. And E3 is like, oh, I hope you save the day. Make E3 relevant again. Uh, today will tell. I'm, I, <laughs> knowing that I was opening for E3, I would have done much better. And, yeah. um, you know, Ubi, Ubi, we love you. Specifically, I love the people that are there. The developers are, are yeah. great people. But uh, the higher-ups making the decisions, do better. Just do yeah. better. Make better decisions because you're, you're not helping the people that are the backbone of your paycheck. And, and that is the developers. You know, mm. everybody, has a, everybody has a job. The marketing team, the HR team, all the teams, they all have a job. And... Um, it's really important for those higher ups to make good decisions and this this just wasn't this wasn't a good one so you know today this year you failed at your job but next year do better please yeah hopefully hopefully they learn from the experience and we get something good for next year that's going to be it for today folks i didn't realize but we've been talking for an hour and 30 minutes um I i'm love flyers you when you're having fun yeah and hopefully Folks listening, hope you liked the episode today. Uh, don't please don't forget to leave us a rating or review on your preferred podcasting platform. We would love to hear from you. Uh, feel free to email us, ask us any questions, ask us questions on Discord. Tell us what you liked, what can be improved. Do we have any suggestions on topics or some game reviews? Just let us know. You can find additional episodes of Gamer Loop Radio on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Amazon Music, Audible, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, and Podbeam. That's a lot now, folks. Damn. Wow. Thank you for listening to our podcast. And thank you, KB and Sage, for joining me today. This was a blast. Much love. Thank you, Jimmy. And thanks, everybody, for, you know, listening. I do apologize if if you don't like it. I'll, I'll hide my head. Oh, we love you. It was, it was a lot of fun. Thank you, guys. If you don't like KB, listener, then you don't have to listen. How about that? <laughs> How about that? Bye. How about Bye-bye. that? Bye. Bye.